Hello there, ringside crew. Hello there, ringside crew. Hey, dudes at ringside crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the savage juggernaut, Jamaku. Inside. Ring. This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Starks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Brody Adelaide. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dinker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Catherine Sachs. Where you are watching the internationally known. It's at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans. To another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Joe the Panther the Third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states in the globe, is Happy Hill himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? I'm good. I just wanted to say really quick, today in his WWE history was when the Macho Man Randy Savage debuted for the WWF and... We would like to thank our friend from PPW, Mr. Paul Bow, for sending us some awesome goodies yesterday in the mail. The t-shirt, the autograph card, and a bunch of some awesome, awesome, awesome trading cards from PPW. And also sent us a really awesome 8 by 10 Thank you, Paul. You are the man. You, everybody needs to check out PPW in Pennsylvania. They are fire. Now. What's going on, Alex? How's it hey, going? Alex, <laughs> what's going on, bro? Is that Lance the wrestling guy? Actually, to be honest, I'm a wizard. Mm-hmm. So I'll just apply Benny, what's up, friend? See you what's next up? Friday. What? what? Uh, what's up? So, okay. Let's give a warm dudes at ringside <laughs> Eliza Hammer. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. Good. We, we had a long intro today. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so if our fans are not familiar with you and where you wrestle, introduce yourself. Um, I'm Eliza Hammer. I'm a graduate of the Supreme Pro Wrestling uh, Training Academy um, under Sir Samurai and Scoot Robertson. I'm from California, uh, like Northern California, to be more precise. Um, I've been wrestling for five years now. Um, and, I mean, that's the story. <laughs> so so who trained you? Sorry? So who trained you? Um, Sir Samurai and Scoot Robertson at the Supreme Pro Wrestling Training Academy. Awesome. Okay. So what was your energy like like when you first stepped in the doors for the your first training facility training like session it was it was really really crazy for me because i have i think a very different story than most people kind of come in with um because like the traditional thing is like oh i've been watching since i was a kid and i dreamed of doing this which is like amazing and i was not one of those people at all i actually had never seen a wrestling match uh my first day of training um my trainer scoot robertson he and i actually did a play together in college uh we did charlotte's web and i was wilbur (laughs) and uh we had this like party um for memorial day one year in 
2017. And he was saying, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm opening this wrestling school. Not to me, mind you. He was trying to convince someone else to come to his wrestling school. And I overheard it and was like, oh, could I check it out? And I'm thinking it's like Olympic wrestling, like mat wrestling, and just going to be like a good workout. And he's kind of like, yeah, sure. Um, and so a few months later, he we're in another class together. And he goes, hey, I'm I'm opening this school like it's it's happening September 11th. You, sh- you should come out. And I was kind of like, oh, <laughs> I, I don't really want to. But I was like, you know, we were good friends. I wanted to support him and what he was doing. So I came out, had no idea what to expect. And it was I saw them do um, the international, the universal and was just I was like, wow, if I could do a front flip one day all my dreams would come true. Like that's all I even like really wanted to do. Like I had no concept of, Oh, I'm going to have a match or anything. Cause I had never seen one. And so it, it really developed from there. Wow. So yeah. just, be, just being friends with someone from Charlotte's web and then you just get invited <laughs> to go to a wrestling school. That's yeah. absolutely amazing right there. So that story. See yeah. with me, it's funny after that whole thing with Charlotte web, I'm the funny one. I would have actually added like a spider themed in my character because to tie in the spider Charlotte Web thing, you know, or call yourself Charlotte Web or Charlotte Spider or something like that. So when I debuted, actually, I couldn't think of a name, um, and so I debuted as Porkchop because I was well, I was the pig, oh. and so I debuted as Porkchop, and I wrestled maybe five or ten matches <laughs> under the name Porkchop and. Kind of had people go like, uh, you should you should find something different. So, <laughs> yeah, that it's not a good name. No, <laughs> uh, I mean to be honest, so, sometimes you know I'm going to say this that sometimes even the crappy gimmicks, some of the wrestlers they can make it work. But it, yeah. I mean, pork, pork chop it sounds like it doesn't seem like it's going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it was- it was a tough one for sure. That was a that was a tough sell, and then yeah, and then and then you get the uh, the, the the veggie people saying, yeah, right, right, right. after yeah. you're saying, yeah, this is not a good gimmick for me, right, yeah, right, right. And you know, sometimes sometimes there's certain owners that hear a certain name from a wrestler and they get like that sweat, like Key and Peel the meme with the sweating, like yeah, I don't know if you could do that. That may be offensive to somebody. Yeah. Especially as a female wrestler, I think people were not really sure how to take it or like really what it meant. So I, yeah, so I changed it. I changed it pretty quick. (laughs) So uh, who is your, say your dream opponent is? Um, I would love to wrestle uh, Willow Nightingale. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's spectacular. She was one of the first female wrestlers that I saw and was just like, Wow, like she she just blew me away. Yeah, yeah, her and you it would be an awesome match because she, she's somebody that needs to be on everyone you you as well, but it's like she needs to be on everyone's TV screens, man. Oh, you absolutely. Know? She's amazing. I don't know, Joe, have you ever seen her live or uh I think I've seen Will Nightingale. I think she was wasn't she on a show? Wasn't she like on a show we were watching one time? Wasn't it? I'm saying live wise. Have you ever seen her live? She is amazing. Oh, never seen her live. I've seen her on YouTube, but not like live live. No, but yeah. So yeah, but 
Yeah, so we have a comment from the questions. Like, you wants to know, Eversos 50 wants to know, how did you come up with your gimmick? Um, so what I was told when I started wrestling is, like, any kind of gimmick should pretty much be just you. I mean, just you, but really exaggerated. And so um, Eliza Hammer, um, or dramatic Eliza Hammer, was uh, kind of my moniker for a long time. And it really came from just being in theater and being like, I can be a very dramatic person, a very over the top person. That's how I am in the ring. Like very kind of extreme is how I think of it. Um, in like emotionally and, and just kind of my style of wrestling. So. So um, one of the pictures you sent us, um, I saw it and I told us to geek before you came in. I was like, oh, you should use that one on the post. I'm like, Instagram kick us out. So you said before that wasn't the first time you you bled. So what was what did, what was it like the first time you like were bleeding in a match? Did you get nervous? Was it like Oh yeah. Uh my first hardcore match was actually my trainer Sir Samurai his thousandth match. Um and it was my debut for my home company Supreme Pro Wrestling. So it was already without even the hardcore aspect it was like a really intense experience because I was so nervous. Um, and then you add to that, that it was my first hardcore match. Um, so it was, it was really intimidating. And um, Samurai ended up winning with um, a superplex into just a pile of all the stuff we had uh, like hit each other with during the match, uh, but also thumbtacks. Um, and so that was my first like, like, okay, like I'm bleeding and like in a considerable amount of pain. Um, and it was, it was wild. It was, it was intimidating for sure. Is, is there any like hardcore spots you would refuse to take or? Uh, <laughs> I would want- say no with a caveat. I think in the right situation, for the right company, for the right match, I would do anything. Um, Like I would be open to anything, but it it definitely has to be the right situation. Cause you know, there's stuff is dangerous. Like I had been telling you guys before the show, I did a spot um, one time where I, uh, my opponent wrapped my arm, uh, like pretty much tied my arm to the ropes with barbed wire. And so I've got like, there we go like some scars on this arm um from that and that hurt excruciatingly bad and that's the sort of thing that i i definitely wouldn't say that i'd never do barbed wire again it's just has to be the right situation the right opponent the right match yeah we we had had a girl on a podcast Her, her skin was actually hanging and then tommy dreamer actually said wow that's hardcore that's (laughs) incredible i would i would just die right there i would just be like okay i've done everything goodbye (laughs) you're tired (laughs) you're tired from life (laughs) it's on the it's on the podcast it's uh it's uh i think last year right from last year i think it was jules right yeah gem gem jules no jules jules it was jules Jules. yeah but she is like the she's from canada so like up there you know there's different rules so it's time that is there any other like country or other state, 
east where we are, like that you would love to adventure to? Everywhere. <laughs> um, I definitely love to go to Canada. I had a, a booking that I thought I was going to get another booking in Canada. It didn't work out. Um, but I really, I just want to travel everywhere that I can. Um, I've been to Washington, um, Oregon, uh, Idaho, Arizona this year. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just trying to trying to travel and wrestle, you know, wherever I can. And that's the best part of it. Like if you're from a different area, like you are from California, yeah. there's always an opportunity to branch yourself out to a different state, like us being from the East Coast and you're from the West Coast, like. That's 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 so cool that like us we're from the East Coast and you're from the West Coast and we're be able to do, we're able now in this era to do a podcast even though you're right. like one hour time difference than us three right. hours and three hours yeah. three hours yeah three hours. three hour time difference and we're able to do this back in the nineties we'd be on a phone and Willie do right. <laughs> using yeah. like someone's internet right now is would be like someone's time like a phone phone service would be so like using it really bad right now. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Think had, I think they had Google Hangout back in the day. Yeah, was, I, I know yeah. about that geek. Remember, I had a show before. Before there was dudes at ringside, there was wrestling talk. Yeah, there was Google Hangout back in the day. So there you go. That was that annoying. Was... It, I, I, if we had to do dudes at ringside on Google Hangout, if the guest sneezed and we were doing it, asking a question, would what screen would have went right to you? Uh, yeah. yeah. You would have been spotlighted sneezing. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was a nightmare. Yeah. So, so is there um, any music or any like activity you do to get you ready for a match? Say, I need to do this before my match. Yeah, I list, I have a few songs that I listen to um, before every match. Um, I just try to get like warmed up to the point where I'm like out of breath. So I'm like, like right before I'm like jumping around. I'm like, you know, like not punching walls, but punching near walls, mm. you know, just trying to get psyched up. Yeah. That's the fun part of being a wrestler. You get yourself so psyched up, but when you get out there, you're like, either you're all in or you're like, the, the old cell phone battery is all charged, and then you pull it off the charger and be new, 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 new. That's why I try to get psyched up. Like, I, I really try to never have those moments where I go out and I'm like, ah, I'm not feeling it. Like, and I, I mean, I, and I'm so new in the business. I think it's definitely part of it, but I, every match, I just, it, it's so special to me to get the privilege to wrestle that every time I'm just, I'm ready to go, you know? That's, that's the best part of it, right, Geek? Like, yeah. like you're you're so new in the business that like it's hard to be humble. Have you ever like got a chance to like speak to any of the older wrestlers from like back in the day at any of your events and like got any advice from them? Yeah, I've I've been lucky to to talk to you know a few like older or much more established wrestlers and. Yeah, I've always gotten really great advice. Um, Lita uh, told me to make sure I get massages. So I've taken that to heart. (laughs) 
Gotta listen to Lita. Yeah, <laughs> gotta. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I, I already already asked my question. I, I'll go ahead. Continue. Continue. So, um, do you, have you ever created yourself in any uh the WWE games? I think everybody has, but I haven't. Um, I. I'm a very like chill video game player. I love video games, but I actually don't like like fighting in games. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm really like exposing myself here, but um, I like like Stardew Valley and just things where it's like very relaxing. You're not like no one's trying to hurt you. You're just like hanging out like The Sims. <laughs> so, because I I very much like. I have a kind of stressful job and so when i come home i like to just relax and kind of do my own thing so i've i have played um a wwe game but yeah it's kind of too intense for me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. what would you say the toughest job about being a wrestler is the toughest part about being a wrestler um there's a lot of like, I don't know that rejection is the right word necessarily, um, but a lot of wrestling is um, just working hard and kind of waiting for a moment, you know? Um, and sometimes that's like a match and sometimes that's like a booking, you know, with a company that you've been kind of uh, wanting to wrestle for so you know a lot of that waiting and then you know sometimes people like for me um like i had said i i started wrestling with no experience like even watching wrestling so training was very different for me because i was not only learning how to to wrestle but i was learning everything about wrestling so you know and they're going like oh we're gonna learn suplexes i'm like awesome what is that you know so then there'll be other people that come in and are um, just really gifted and, and know wrestling really well. And so it, it can be really tough to kind of watch those people like, like really kind of skyrocket and you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like, hello, I'm just, I'm here. Um, but I, I think part of that was definitely when I was a lot like newer in training, like I've, come to just really be very happy for especially people that I train everyone everyone that I train with I just I love love to see them succeed and you know and get to experience new things it's it's really really cool so yeah awesome next comes. go ahead have you uh have you seen any good movies lately or um have I seen any good movies lately um I watched, I can't remember what it is called. It was, I want to say a French movie. Um, it was, it might've been called a hundred meters or something like that. Um, it was about a triathlete um, who got diagnosed uh, with like a really serious health condition um, or he wasn't a triathlete. He was just a, a guy uh, got diagnosed with a really serious health condition and um I want to say it was MS and he trained really hard and, and kind of like overcame the odds to become a triathlete and actually do an Ironman um, triathlon, which is like two and a half mile swim, 112 mile bike ride, and then like a full marathon 
26.2 miles. So that was really inspiring to me. Awesome. Yeah. So what would you say your toughest opponent you ever had was? Toughest opponent I've ever had? Um, probably Drake Frost. Um, mm. is actually my most recent match with him. It was the the match that we had we had talked a little bit about earlier of like the picture of me just like all bloody. Because um, we had a match. Uh, he had kind of we've been building to for a while. Um, and he uh, not only threw me through a door during the match, but after the match uh, hit me with a, a kendo stick covered in thumbtacks uh, twice. Ooh. So yeah, right, right in the face. So Ooh. yeah, that was tough. And he's just, he's like a huge guy, like incredibly strong. So that was, it's a different strategy because um, a lot of, I'm six feet tall. Um, so a lot of the women I wrestle um, are smaller than me. Um, so it's, it's a much different strategy all of a sudden being like, okay, here's this giant dude who can just like crush me <laughs> at any moment. You know, it's much more like having to escape and kind of wear him out and wear him down. So that was, that was really difficult. What would, what would, what, I was going to say, sorry, I was going to have to ask you, what do you think, what was the most like, creative uh, weapon it's, you've seen used in uh, hardcore wrestling? Um, ever or in a match that I've been in? I guess you've been in or you like, uh, yeah. And, and ever, and ever. So, <laughs> so the, the kendo stick covered in thumbtacks was, I think, pretty different. Um, and one that I've seen was they did um they had oh maybe a two foot by two foot uh square like plywood board and they drilled rows of holes in it and then stuck fish hooks through the hole oh, and no. then it. yeah and then laid it down and suplexed the person onto it so it was literally in their back <gasps> and so they picked them back up and literally oh. it was it's in their back. Like it is in them, attached to them. Um, <laughs> huh? You say that like they from that movie Wedding Bridesmaids, uh, it's inside me now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it, it was it was crazy. I was watching that match and I was just like, okay, that's uh that's crazy. <laughs> so though you mentioned you said you went through a door. So Everybody, lately, what do you think about this whole thing now that everybody's using doors instead of tables? Like, what do you think about that? They don't make wooden tables anymore. <laughs> really? They don't? No, they don't. Um, That's what it is? Because I thought, I've always thought maybe it's cheap. Like, the, the promoters are all like, hmm, doors are cheaper to get. So I figured maybe people, the, the promoters got smart and say, they, they and they break easier too, so they're probably saying we'll use doors instead. But I'm get, but you're telling me that they don't make wooden tables anymore. Yeah, they just make they make the folding table or the folding tables, the uh, plastic. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like you can't. What I've been told is like back in the day, you could buy wooden tables at like Home Depot at like uh, Office Max or I don't know wherever Walmart. And now you you can't like really buy them anymore. Like you can buy them online, but they're 
super, super expensive because they're not really made anymore. Um, and doors are pretty expensive, um, but but readily, you know, available. So, so our, our memories right there of watching a, a TLC match. R.I.P. Door. R.I.P. Tables. Jeez. Right, that's <laughs> it, man. Well, I think, I feel like like WWE and you know, kind of companies like that probably have like they probably have someone that just makes them for them because I. I don't think we're going to see them using doors anytime soon. Like, I, I just can't imagine that that's going to happen. But, you know, when you have, like, it's really different, like, on the independent level, trying to figure out something like that versus, like, WWE and AEW. They're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, of course it's, you know, 500 bucks for a table, whatever. Yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll pay for it. We'll right. pay for it. Book. I got this. Great. That's it. Mr. Mr. Tony Khan over there. And Mr. Vince McMahon, Ching. that's right. it. They have a friend that makes doors in the in the in their barn in Connecticut. Like keep making them. Right. <laughs> I would be surprised. I would I would think that at this point they would probably have someone that just makes doors or doors at uh, tables. Yeah, probably um, wood, probably old wood that they had from something else, and they just recycle the table, make sure nothing's right. broken. Because right. I heard a weird thing. I don't know if you heard about this, guys. That. Other reason why they're not using the table is because people were getting hurt by the metal bar underneath the table would pop up and smack them. That's what I heard. I don't know. I yeah. I mean, it does. It it. I've I've had that happen. I had a like a little chunk taken out of my Ooh. back. Um, but I don't know. It's it's just one of those things, you know. That I don't. At least I don't worry about things like that so much because it's like, you know. If I'm going through. I'm going through a table. I'm going through a table. What happens, happens. Like, it's, you just think about it beforehand. You're like, okay, let this hope this goes right. You know what I mean? That must be like something that goes through your mind if you're walking through the curtain before you go to the curtain before you do a hardcore match or something like that. I, not real. I just I try not to really think along those lines. I think it's like it makes sense to think along those lines. But as soon as you start thinking about that, then you're like. I hope I don't get hurt. I hope I don't, you know, and it's like, you j- really, you just can't like think about that. I mean, cause the, the only times that I have, I end up getting so in my own head and like, so worried that I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this. So yeah, I just don't think about it. <laughs> I don't think about like how much stuff's going to hurt. I don't think about anything like that. I'm just like, this is going to be fun. Whatever happens, happens. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Do you have any uh, uh, social medias, or uh, you want to plug, or? Uh... Yeah, I'm on everything. Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Um, <laughs> it's all Eliza Hammer, and yeah, Supreme Pro Wrestling. Um, we're having our show, uh, Watermelon Sugar, in <laughs> on July 17th. Um, so that's if you're in the area, definitely something you want to check out, um, as well as. Uh, Supreme Pro Wrestling is also on Instagram, um, on uh, Facebook. I don't know that we're on Twitter. We might be. Um, but, yeah, check out Supreme Pro Wrestling um, and come see our shows. They're a lot of fun. Do you guys have a YouTube channel? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I don't think so. I don't think we do. 
Um, but I'm not 100% sure on that. <laughs> No. And the Honor Society, also like the Honor Society on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Uh, so that's my my stable that I'm in. I want to thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you. you you've been awesome telling your stories and everything. Yeah. So. Thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. Yeah. Please tell your friends, spread the word, and tell your owner. Because remember, this is West Coast Wrestling Month, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm Joe Panther the Third. I'm the Metal Geek, and I'm Eliza Hammer. We will catch you in the next one. By the way, happy West Coast Wrestling Month.